Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Uncle Tim's Will. It was written by Keith Herbert, and it's part of a collection entitled Blood Brothers. It's available from Chaosium and drive Through RPG. Uh, I am the Keeper tonight, and this is version two, episode one. So, without any further delays, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Uncle Tim passed away on April 8th, 1928. You were contacted by lawyers uh, a few weeks later, uh, telling you that there was going to be a will reading at uh, the Harps Mountain uh, property, uh, Duncan House, Duncan Estate, um, or Duncan Manor, as some people call it. Uh, it's a large estate in Vermont, as I say, on Harps Mountain. It's about four square, uh, four, four square miles, um, 200 and, I'm sorry, 2,560 acres is the property. Uh, there is a uh, large uh, forest uh, that's never been uh, cut or damaged. Uh, the property has a large manor house, um, a woodshed, a garage and stables, a large rose garden with a gazebo, a mausoleum, and a cemetery. Um, today is not a good day for the weather. Uh, it's Friday. It's raining badly. And um, some of you are on your way to uh, the mountain, the, to, to Uncle uh, Timothy's estate. Uh, but up at the estate, um, a very fancy car pulls up and Miss Fiona Duncan gets out. Um, she runs quickly up to the front of the manor and uh, knocks and uh, is greeted by the butler, Jameson. Ah, oh, Miss Fiona, you've arrived. Please come inside. Uh, may I take your wrap? Oh, please, it's already ruined you with this rain. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jack is in the, uh, in the parlor, if you'd like to join him there. Uh, there are drinks and refreshments set out for you. Uh, please help yourself. <laughs> Jack's here already. Okay. Thank you, Jameson. You walk through the entrance hall, past the great room, towards the parlor, and uh, you see Jack Duncan sitting there, um, probably smoking and drinking. Oh, Fiona, what mm. a pleasure. The pleasure's all yours, Jack. It's been a while. Well, are you not going to fix me a drink? No, I think Jamerson's around here somewhere, but if you must, the cart's right over there. You might do well to maybe learn how to pour your own drink once in a while. Oh, Jack. Not changed a bit. Well, what have we got here? The gin's lovely. 
fix myself a drink. Well, what are you doing sitting here on your own? I no, didn't want to miss this. No music. Uh, just enjoying a little solitude before all of our wonderful cousins arrive. Do you know who's all coming? Jim, do I? Um, you have an inkling. Um, you're pretty sure uh, Lord Jeffrey is coming over from Scotland. Uh, Harvey uh, Duncan and uh, uh, Dr. Sidney Duncan. Uh, also Elizabeth and possibly a couple of others. Uh, you don't know exactly who received, but uh, those are all people around your same age in the family. Oh, Lord, Jeffrey. Mm. Well, hopefully the weather will um, make them late. Oh, that would be lovely. Ghastly out there, ghastly. Maybe it could make them very late. We could just split it between us. <laughs> well, a two-way split's better than a seven-way split, I suppose. I hope that not that many come. Yeah, they <sighs> One can always pray. One can always hope. <laughs> Lord Jeffrey and Harvey and Dr. Sidney, you are all in your respective cars. Um, you've all left uh, Hampton, which is the nearest town to the property. It's still about 10 miles back. Um, you've turned uh, from the main roads onto some smaller roads. And finally, you are about to turn onto the, uh, the drive uh, that goes up the road to the estate. As you turn onto it, uh, you notice up ahead of you, uh, in the rain and the, 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 the stormy sort of wind, there is a barricade across the road, and there is a, a policeman standing there. Uh, and as the lights of your cars shine on him, he, uh, he waves for you to stop. Um, let's see, who's in the front? Um, Harvey, you're up in the front uh, of in your car. Uh, he comes up to your window and taps. What? I, and I, I cry, are the three of us together in no, the same you're car? No, you're in separate cars. Okay, separate cars. So I, uh, oh, I understand. I'm leading the path. I cry. Uh, 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 sorry, sir. Uh, you're going to have to turn around. The road's closed. I'm sorry, officer, but it's very important that I get past this barricade and up that road. I'm I'm heading to um, Hope uh, Manor, I think it's called. Duncan Manor. Duncan Manor, of course. Uh, uh, Hope Mountain? Well, it's Harp, Harps Mountain. Thank you, Harps Mountain. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, that's just not possible. Uh, wait, now, 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 officer, what do you mean it's not possible? Look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lawyer and I've got legal obligations up ahead that have to happen tonight. It's imperative that I'm there, officer. And officer, I'm a very good driver. I'm sure I can skirt around whatever kind of uh, troubles up ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, sir, there's just really nothing I can do. Let me go tell the others. And he walks back to the next car, which is uh, uh, Dr. Sidney. 
I'm sorry, sir, uh, the road's closed. You, uh, you can't go up there tonight. Maybe tomorrow. Um, why? Why is, why is the road closed? They don't tell me those things. They just tell me to close the road and it's closed. Okay, what do I need to tell you in order for me to get around this barricade? I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Hmm. Certainly you don't. How about, uh, and uh, I'll, at that point, um, I'll, I'll reach into my, my breast pocket and I'll, I'll pull out a wad of cash. Um, how does a little uh, grease sound to get the old gears moving? And I'll, I'll pull out a, a $5 bill. And... Mm. $5, you're trying to bribe me, sir? No, no. I thought most of you, most of you officers were usually collecting for the, the policeman's ball anyway. Sir, I'm, I'm just doing my job. You can tell that he's him haunting. Um, let me tell you, you're not going to be able to back up unless I tell the other people. So just a moment. And he walks back to Lord Jeffrey. How uh, bad is it raining? Well, it's raining. I mean, it rains this time of year. Uh, and how, um, far, how far are we from the mansion? We've been here before. A couple of miles. You also know this is a private drive. Um, this am I driving a... myself or do I have a chauffeur? No, you're driving yourself. Okay. So you're visiting from Scotland. So, um, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, roads closed. What's the meaning of this? Um, roads closed. Uh, it's too dangerous. Uh, my good man, I don't think you know whom we are talking to. Uh, my name's Lord Jeffrey Duncan. I'm on my way to the family estate here in the colonies and. I don't think you will uh, <clears throat> impede my going on. Look, sir, um, I'm just I'm just doing my job. Well, and you're doing a particularly fine job, and now you will do your job taking this barricade away. <sighs> sir. Listen to me. I've got friends in the British and in the US. Uh, government, do you want me uh, to get you into trouble for impeding my uh, my passage? Do a do a persuade roll, or an intimidate roll. Intimidate might work too. Either yeah. one. <laughs> how how wide is the private drive, Tom? You know, oh, great! I've got fifteen. <laughs> it's, it's fairly wide. I mean, it's it's you know. It's a private drive, so you'd only expect one car to be. Uh, well, uh, 68 out of 15? No. <laughs> For either one? Okay. Um, well, uh, who would be... All right. Um, so it's, it's raining, but it's not raining very hard. What would you, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, he's uh, left uh, Lord Jeffrey, and he's walking back up towards the front. Uh, I'll, I'll wave towards him. Uh, officer, officer. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, it, it, just, it just dawned on me. Um, how would you close a private drive, especially one that belongs to my family? So technically, this road is mine. Look, sir, um, 
I demand that you remove the barricade, or I'll just drive through it. No money is worth all this. I don't care what the little French girl says. Um, Did I say that? French girl. French girl. <laughs> um, he uh, damn it, he, exas- he exasperatingly goes up to the front and moves the barricade out of the way. And I drive. I'm in first in line. I drive right. Do, uh, I, th- uh, I think only Sydney heard that about the French girl. Maybe, but uh, you'll hear yes. about it when you get to the house. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. So you guys continue up the road. There is, there's no damage to the road. Um, but it is, it is rainy. Uh, you know, it's, it's, your guys are afraid of being a little treacherous as it goes up. But eventually you're, you're coming kind of between two rocks and you're, you come down a little bit into the, into the property. And you can see the manor house there. It's lit up, and you can see smoke coming out of the fireplaces. And there are multiple fireplaces. And uh, you can see Fiona's car parked over uh, near the stables. Um, and there's kind of a loop, so there's plenty of room to park your car anywhere along there, and then get up to the uh, up to the front of the house. Uh, when you get there and you knock, Jameson, of course, immediately answers, "Oh, you're here, sir. Gentlemen, yes, may please take your coats." Your hats, um, Miss Fiona and uh, and uh, Mr. Jack are in the parlor. If you want to join them there, hmm. yes, I think we. I, I think I will. I'll head directly towards the parlor. All right. I'm pleased to see you, Jameson. Uh, you will get the language out of the car. Yes, of course, sir. Uh, I'll be putting I'll be putting you in your respective rooms. Sydney, good to see. Mm. Yes, good to see you as well. How are you doing, Harvey? Jeffrey, Harvey, it's been a while. Do you know what this little scene on the road was all about? I'll tell you what it was about. It was Fiona. Uh, she must have, well, done a favor or possibly paid off the little, little officer down there in order to impede us from getting up here. And, well, so one of her that's cute the way it's tricks. going to be. Sounds like her familiar, dim-witted tricks. Hmm. Yes. Jeffrey, did you expect it to be any other way? <laughs> no, not really. Yes. And you guys all flow into the, the parlor area. Well, let's find some drinks. We know where they are. Let's find who well, else is here. Most likely near Fiona and Jack, I guess. Oh, Jack. Of course. Jack would be here. Of course he would be. He's good. It seems like the rest of the family have arrived after all, Jack. Oh, joy. I'm so happy to hear. Fiona, Jack. Yes, Fiona. What a surprise. Mm. Cousins. Sydney. So glad you could make it. Jeffrey. Lord Jeffrey. Yes. That was awfully cute, what you pulled with the officer down there, Fiona. Uh, I'm sure I don't know what you mean. 
<laughs> I'm sure. So each major room in this house has a large fireplace. All of your personal rooms have fireplaces, and there's quite a lot of fireplaces. Over the fireplace in this room, there is a large portrait of Uncle Timothy. Looks just like him. Ten maybe, years a, ago. maybe a few years ago, yeah. Uh, he was 81 when he passed away. About three weeks ago. Hmm. May he rest in peace. Um, Jameson comes in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, is there anything that I can do for you at the moment? A round of drinks, Jameson. All right. There are drinks available. There's also um, some uh, light snacks in case you're famished from your trip. Although uh, dinner will be served at 7 o'clock and the mm -hmm. reading of the will will take place at 8 p.m. Uh, Mr. Charles um, Turner is already here. He is sequestered in the, uh, the executive suite um, until uh, he is ready to present. He says that for some legal reasons, he's not allowed to interact with you until uh, dinner time. And he won't answer certain questions until the reading of the will. I don't blame him. I wonder what legal stipulations those could be. I don't practice law in Vermont. I, I don't know if you could say that they practice law in Vermont, but I'm just curious. I wonder what would stop him from talking to us. Do you really practice law at all, well, if, you, if you don't I know absolutely do. Harvey? <laughs> say that again, Jeffrey. If you don't know Harvey, how should we? I mean, you are the lawyer here, especially in these uh, backwater areas. I still don't understand why parts well, of the family expertise. went here. As you know, my expertise is in real estate law, not in inheritance law. So I'm sure that there's a plethora of reasons why. But it's not going to make a difference. He's going to read the will and everything's going to be straightened right out. Yeah. And uh, we got nothing to worry about, do we, Sydney? Oh, I'm not worried at all. Uh, Jameson, you said uh, dinner is at 7 p.m. and the reading at 8? Correct. So it'll be just a light snack. Not really worth it. It's probably changed. about 6 o'clock as you've arrived. So. Okay. Jack arrived at 5.15. Well, thank you so much, Jamerson. Is, is Henry, Henrietta still here? Oh, yes. Uh, she's uh, cooking right now. Oh, wonderful. Oh, she, she always was a good cook. Uh, Clark the gardener is not here at present. Um, it's not until, uh, I believe, in two weeks or so that he's scheduled to come back up here and retake up residence in the uh, gardener's house. Sure. Sure hope they, they the will includes you in it, Jamerson. Lord knows you've had to put up with this ridiculous family long enough. Oh, Jameson's been paid well enough. Why would the will include him? Because yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure you don't include a person in a will there, Jackie Boy. You know, that would be a slavery and all, and considering your <laughs> politics and or at least interest in said politics. 
I'd think you'd be against it. He is a good, hard, loyal worker who should be taken care of, as all workers should be. Oh, definitely. James and oh, I, I think Uncle Timothy always took care of uh, his people. Wait, wait. Let's hear about some of Fiona's exploits. How's the dancing going, Fiona? <laughs> oh, um... dancing. The dancing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, quite successful. Oh, is um, it? I managed, I managed to take some time off to come here. Um, you must come Jack, to see you, my performances in Paris. And Jack, you, you were able to take time off your busy studying schedule? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not all, all, uh, month after month there are breaks we're oh. quarterly so it's, and you're in between quarters yeah this quarter is off right now so oh, but we're i'm off. still i'm How's taking biffy? i'm well i'm taking two additional classes during this this period but it's for most students this is a period of off right now so i'm just taking oh. uh, economics right now so it's, it's Really good. Oh, that's fascinating. And Sydney, how's hmm. Donna's how lovely. lovely uh, Mrs. Sydney, how's Donna doing? Donna's well. Donna's well. Michelle, thank you for asking. Here, Sydney. What's that? You didn't bring her? Uh, no, no, she stayed home with the children. Thanks for that. So you guys snap at each other a few more times <laughs> and eventually, um, eventually Jameson uh, rings for dinner and uh, you all file down the hall and into the, uh, the dining room. Uh, it's made up rather lovely. There's uh, candles burning uh, and uh, Henrietta comes in. Now Henrietta's, um, She's probably uh, right, actually right around your age, maybe maybe just slightly older. Um, Jameson's, of course, in his seventies. Uh, he's been working here forever. She's worked here for about fifteen years. So some of you may have met her, some of you may have not. Um, she's a good cook. She, you know, does pretty much everything uh, like cooking and cleaning in the house. Uh, she serves a uh, marvelous meal, uh, home-cooked bread, um, and of course the alcohol flows. There's wine from the wine cellar downstairs, a good year. Um, oh, and also uh, at dinner you meet uh, Mr. Charles Turner, uh, the lawyer, rather um, stuffy-looking fellow, uh, dressed impeccably. Um, good evening. Good evening, sir. Good evening, Mr. Turner. Good evening. I hope your stay in the, that lovely room is comfortable. Uh, quite, yes. Uh, it's quite suitable. Uh, so it's just fine. Um, I will be going over some of the details uh, after dinner, um, so I'd rather not go over them twice. Reason. Okay. 
All right. So we'll just assume that you have dinner. It's uh, quite good. You uh, uh, finish with coffee and uh, dessert. Um, uh, shall we all go into the great room? Oh, certainly. Certainly. Right. Yes, yes, after you. So you, you all go into the great room, make yourselves comfortable. And uh, Mr. Turner goes to the uh, executive suite and comes back with uh, a box of uh, papers. And uh, they look like they're from all, all different periods over the last 50 years, maybe. Um, they're, they're organized, but there's a lot of them. And, uh, and uh, he begins, he says, um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we begin the reading of the will, we need to take an official roll call. Uh, so when I say your name, please uh, indicate whether you are present or not. Uh, Lord Jeffrey Duncan. I'm here. Miss Fiona Duncan. Yes, I'm here. Mrs. Elizabeth Duncan. Mrs. Elizabeth Duncan. Uh, she is not here. Now you're all aware that if you do not, if you're not here for the reading of the will, you have forfeited your share in the inheritance and it will be distributed evenly amongst those who are present. Miss Elizabeth Duncan. All right, Mr. Jack Duncan. Oh, I am here. Mr. Gerard Duncan. No. Mr. Sidney Duncan. Present. Mr. Harvey Duncan Allen. I am here. All right. So we have two no-shows. Let the record show that Mrs. Elizabeth Duncan and Mr. Gerard Duncan have forfeited their share in the inheritance. I will now read the will. Um, I have here the last will and testament of Timothy Broderick Duncan. It consists of a general tontine first drafted beginning 36 years ago at the law offices of Napa and Constantine and later transferred to the law offices of Regis and Marsh in combination with 435 amendments, notations, corrections, and letters of wishes executed during the subsequent decades. The ultimate legality of this accumulation requires further analysis, but it is the opinion of this office that it was his intention that control of the majority of the state be divided equally among those living relatives invited to this disbursement. Control of the property and all its remaining contents shall be turned over to these attendees once the following conditions have been met. One, I am a believer in natural fate. If any relative is not present for the re reading of this will, he or she will forfeit his or her share in the estate. That portion will be divided equally amongst those who attend. Two, my inheritors will be required to spend an entire weekend on this property. The will reading shall commence on a Friday evening. The, inheritance, the inheritors must remain on the property until the following Monday morning. Anyone leaving the property for any reason will lose his or her share of the inheritance. 
To this end, two of my lawyers will be paid to remain, one on the property in the executive suite and the other at a vantage point in town to watch the roads. Any violation will be noted. Three, any damage to the property by an inheritor shall be subtracted from their inheritance the sum of the cost of repairs. This concludes the reading of the will. The reading of the will probably actually went a lot longer than that, but I'm not gonna go through the whole thing. Is there is is the amount <laughs> disclosed the value of the property? Um, well, allow me to add this. Uh, the law firm of Regis and Marsh uh, is required by law to disclose any information gathered from these documents, and he puts his hand on this. We believe that your uncle was not entirely trusting of the banking system. And while his current assets total well over $2 million, discrepancy leads us to believe that there may be a large sum of money hidden on this property, something in the neighborhood of $250,000. Hmm. Hi. Splendid. Uh, any other questions? So we're looking forward to a nice weekend in lovely company. Hmm. Boy, not me. Um, but if it means I'm going to get uh, 250 large out of it, I guess I'll hang around. The uh, all when of you these. Say, when you say can't leave the property, does that mean the grounds? That means the grounds. There, there is approximately four square miles. Um, there's nowhere to go in any direction but down the road back towards uh, Hampton. But if you if you do that, you will be seen. So we could stroll the gardens and such. Stroll and the gardens. You can stay as long as you stay on the property itself. Excellent. Now, no, you no sneaking into town to get cigarettes. Or you mentioned something about possibly uh, uh, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars you're suspecting that we suspect it's uh, there's discrepancies in the paperwork and it, as i said and, we don't think that he completely trusted banks and there was no notations of a safety deposit bank held somewhere no all of his other assets are, are held in trust um hmm. uh, all of that will be turned over into your upkeep uh following uh, uh monday Interesting. So it might very well be somewhere on this estate. In any case, uh, I'm rather tired. Uh, I will retire to the executive suite and um, can enjoy your evening. And he gets up and goes. Thank you. Well. Hmm. That's so the guy. So here's to Uncle Timothy. Is it nice that he brought the family back together one final time, I hope? <laughs> it's lovely. Uncle Timothy. Yes, I, and, Uncle, Uncle Timmy. More of a joke than anything, but yes, to Uncle Timmy. Would there be a telephone on the property, uh, Tom? There is. There is not a telephone on the property. Shoot. All right. Someone you need to get a hold of, Sydney. 
I was just asking Tom that. I didn't say that in game. Yeah. Ah. <clears throat> well, I think I'm going to have a few drinks in the um, solarium. The solarium. <laughs> oh. Anybody care to join me? The solarium is at one end of the house. It's uh, got uh, glass walls and roof. Um, it's got quite a few plants, ferns, greenery, and it's, of course, pouring down rain outside, so it's uh, kind mm. of loud. <laughs> Maybe it won't go to the solarium. Jameson, you know about my exploits as a big game hunter. I've told the family many stories about my exploits in, in Asia and Northern Africa. Yes, sir. Did uh, Uncle Timothy enjoy the same sort of sport? Uh, no, sir. However, there are a number of taxidermied animals in the uh, library. In the library. I can't recall if Uncle Timothy kept any long arms on the premises. Do you recall, Jameson? Uh, you're referring to shotguns? And rifles, yes. Uh, there is one above the... Uh, fireplace in the library. However, I do believe that it's an antique. I do believe it is an antique. Hmm. Thank you, Jameson. I'll head into the library. Okay. And I'll just say the library, as you might expect, is floor to ceiling books, uh, comfortable wing chairs, um, places for cigarettes or cigars. And it's all in reds and greens and dark wood. Well, the library seems a good choice. All right. So we got two for the library. I would say uh, Sydney would actually like to head upstairs to the uh, the master study. Okay. So you're heading up to the master study. I'm going to go to the kitchen. Okay. I'm going to go talk to uh, Henrietta. Okay. She'll be cleaning up. And we're currently in the dining room or the great room? Uh, you were in the great room. I should also mention that um, uh, the servants did were given something. Uh, uh, Jameson was uh, given a stipend of $1,000, and uh, Henrietta was given 500 They don't have to remain for the whole weekend, but they will because <laughs> they they're employed here. <laughs> Yeah, they, 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 live, better. They, they, live. they want to be employed further on. <laughs> hmm. um, so, uh, Jack, where were you going to go? You were in the great room. Yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah, I'll. I'll stay in the great room and just have a, a deeper Relax. look around of, of this room area. Okay. And Fiona, you said you were going to go. To the kitchen or the wherever kitchen. I think Henrietta is going to and be. Sydney, Dr. Sydney, where are you going? Uh, the, the master study upstairs. Okay, you're going to the master study. All right, okay. Oh, oh, pardon me, the, the, the parlor, the parlor. I, I was heading okay. over to the parlor. Yeah, these are all that. comfortable rooms to sit in and think. All right, let's actually start with Dr. Sydney. Dr. Sydney, you go up the stairs, down the hallway towards the end, uh, you know that the last two rooms are the study and the master suite, which would be Timothy's room. Uh, both of them are locked. The, the study and the master suite? Correct. 
Okay. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. I assume so. We've all been placed upstairs in one of the guest rooms. Then correct is a. Uh, do I see Jameson about? Uh not upstairs. Hmm. I'll I'll go find There's Jameson. Probably a thing you can ring, and it'll ring a bell somewhere, and he'll know where you are. I I will do that then. Okay. So he's probably on his way. Uh, okay. Lord Jeffrey and uh, Harvey. Oh, let's just, just finish with that, uh, Sydney. Uh, Yes, sir. What can I do for you, sir? Um, well, I was just wondering why the, uh, the master study was locked. I am not exactly sure, sir. Uh, it was locked by the lawyer, and uh, you might uh, ask him um, something so to will. I'm I'm to presume he probably has the key for that and, and the master bedroom as well. The Possibly. Study. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, I'll go. Uh, I'll go moseying after the. Uh, the lawyer and uh, I'll I'm going to grab a, a cigar and a whiskey from the nearest bar or whatever station on my way. OK, so you head back down the stairs um, towards the uh, executive suite, uh, which is it's a it's a room uh, that was built onto the house uh, to accommodate like professionals that need to come and stay a night or so the lawyer. And so it's it's like not as fancy as the rest of the house, but it's it's not bad. Um, what do you do? Um, if the door isn't closed, I'll knock on the door. And <clears throat> there's, uh, there's a few moments and then uh, you hear, uh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, one moment, please. No and problem. Then, um, the door uh, opens and uh, the lawyer is there. He is in his night clothes and robe. He says, "Oh, he, yes, uh, Mister Duncan. What can I do for you?" Yes, I'm. I'm so sorry to disturb you as you're uh, heading off to bed, but um, I was just curious. Why might the um, the executive rooms upstairs be closed? I was heading towards the study up there. I was going to just reminisce about some of Uncle Timothy's old books and. Your uncle's uh, room and uh, study have been uh, sealed until after the uh, uh, the house turns over into your property. Technically, it's it's not yours yet. So uh, the keys are actually being held in trust at the uh, the, the law offices. Oh, so they're not even on the property then. That is correct. Interesting. Well, thank you. I, I do apologize once again for interrupting your rest. You uh, sleep well, sir. Yes, thank you. Goes back inside. All right, let's jump to the library. Uh, Lord Jeffrey and uh, Harvey, uh, you walk into the library. It's a beautiful library. As I say, books floor to ceiling, big uh, fireplace. Um, there are a number of stuffed animal parts, heads. Um, <laughs> heads uh, sticking out of the wall up above. Uh, over the fireplace is an old shotgun. Uh, looks like it's probably hasn't been cleaned in a long time. I will take it down and break it open just to look at it and just see oh. if it could. Oh, are you planning on something? Maybe reducing the number uh, of inheritance? I like, I'm just uh, kidding. I'm just kidding, old boy. 
I like that. <laughs> so, Jeffrey, it was curious to me that there was a clause that we had to pay for whatever damages we might do to the property. Why would Uncle Timothy think we would damage? Why would he do this whole thing? I mean, what's the point of us staying for a weekend in the house we all stayed in for the whole summers when we were kids? I, I, I don't even understand if this is all legal. While I'm saying that, I'm uh, walking over to a desk. Uh, I guess there's a desk with some uh, uh, sheets of paper and something. Yeah, for writing letters. And yeah, and uh, I, I take a, um, is there a small card or something? A card? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, while I'm talking, I'm uh, jotting down uh, a name. Okay. And then I slip it into the inside pocket of my uh, my uh, of my coat uh, of my jacket. All right. Um, so you guys are looking around the room. Um, you guys can do spot hiddens. Hey. Yeah. Oh, I'm a little better in that. 28, that's regular success. Regular success. Okay. Um, then I will give you each one of these. Uh, Harvey, you find, um, you find uh, a book written uh, by a couple of women of maybe, um, um, five or six years ago, uh, on the Duncan family history. Excerpts from the Duncan family history compiled in 1921 by Eleanor Duncan and Anne Duncan Scott. Hmm, is it the same Eleanor Duncan that did not show up this evening? Oh, that's Elizabeth. Elizabeth, thank oh, you. Yeah. It, was in, it was in 1655 that Jedediah Duncan chose to move his family from Scotland to rural Vermont. Selling his share in Glasgow Ironworks, he came with a moderate but dwindling fortune. They took up residence in the town of Hampton and lived there comfortably enough for a time. But as Jedediah grew older, he wanted a more substantial legacy to leave behind. It was Jedediah's oldest son, Richard, that managed to come through. He'd traveled extensively in the Orient and came home a very wealthy man. With his father's desires in mind, he began construction on the Duncan estate. The house on Harps, on Harps Mountain was completed in 1671, and the family was able to move in before the winter of that year. They began a small beer brewery, which also produced soap. The quality of their products gained them some notoriety among the gentry in Vermont. Gentry in Vermont, it says. Success often breeds jealousy, and there is a single incident on record of an accusation of witchcraft levied against the Duncans. However, no record of conviction or involvement in the Salem witchcraft scare of 1692 has ever been discovered. Even so, there was a great deal of drama and an unresolved incident of foul play. Richard Duncan was found murdered in front of the fireplace in the great room. There appears to have been an altercation between Richard and his groomsman, Thomas Leroy. These records show that one of the servants accused the groom of slaying Master Richard with an iron spike. There is no record of a trial, 
and some of the information concerning this incident may be apocryphal. In 1825, 19, 18, in 1825, the last of the Vermont Duncans died, and the house atop the mountain became a summer vacation spot for several generations of Duncan families who shared in the property's upkeep. Many a Duncan is found is fond of recalling childhood summers spent in the mountain house, running in the fresh air, and thrilling to fireside stories about the ghost of Richard Duncan murdered foul in his home. With the death of Ona Duncan Cutwell in 1879, the Vermont home, jointly owned for so many years, came into the sole possession of Timothy Duncan, then of Boston. Timothy soon moved his belongings to Vermont and has since occupied the home full time. He has, however, continued to honor the tradition of allowing his extended family to use the estate during the summer months. And I think as I read that, I'll pull Jeffrey over and say, Jeffrey, look at this. Well, that's interesting. Did you did you know about this the story of Richard Duncan? I can't recall it. Well I didn't pay a lot of attention as a child, especially when I was up here as in he did in law school. Uh, sorry. You know even a bad lawyer can build, Jeffrey. I don't really recall the story about murder in the great room. It's rather strange that I, that we never heard about it. You know, if Uncle Timothy's eccentric, that'd be a good spot to hide a, a wad of cash. Want to go on a treasure hunt, old boy? Did I find any shells for the shotgun? Um, no, you don't. <laughs> a treasure hunt would be grand. It's going to kill us. <laughs> so, Lord Jeffrey, as you're looking around, um, one book sort of stands out because there's a big fat bookmark uh, sort of hanging out of the book. Uh, you pick it up, and it's a uh, 1895 book uh, by Sir Alan Bridley named Tribal Beliefs. Uh, you turn to the bookmark, and you sort of look at the page, and the one thing that stands out is this, because it looks like Uncle uh, Timothy has written something in there. Let me read that for us. There is a long-standing belief amongst the natives, uh, native tribes of Ekuwari in western New Guinea, that the essence of a man's soul resides in the meat of his body, uh, not in the meat of his body, but in the fat. As it is, after the death of a prominent tribesman, the body is rendered down to his fat, much in the same way an animal might be rendered for its tallow. They consider this uh, sacred substance and is kept in sacred jars and is used in ancestral worship ceremonies. There's a side note, a parallel. Do I know if that's uh, Uncle Tim's handwriting? Maybe. Did I, did I ever converse with him in? Uh, Probably not, um, but there's enough paperwork around mm -hmm. that you might be able to compare it in which case yeah you can tell that it's his 
So I'm uh, like with this book, uh, Harvey sees me uh, rummaging to, through some papers and comparing it. Yeah. Find anything interesting? Well, look here. It's, this is strange. What is he? What parallel? Boiled down to his fat. Hey, uh, how did Uncle Tim die? That's a good question. Um, you know? You're not exactly sure. You think probably just old age. I mean, it was. It, it was, was rather there. sudden, but he was 81. <laughs> we, did, we, we would have been told if he was. Uh, uh, if he had a spike through uh, his heart and was boiled down to his fats. Correct. Yeah. Would we? I, well, I, <laughs> I mean, we, you we tell me. I mean, you're you're the lawyer, and I, I would think at it, least in civilized parts of the world, like in the British Empire, we would certainly inform the relatives of something like that. Well, I mean, the death, maybe we can find a, no, he died three weeks ago or so, but I mean, it probably was put in the papers, right, in the obituary. Maybe we just. But I just got a letter from the lawyer. I uh, ring for a. Not with a death certificate or anything. It was just a letter coming for the reading of the will. A ring for Jeffrey? Uh, Jameson. 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 No. Turner. Yes, how you found out about this? I got a letter from the lawyer Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I think I got the same letter. Jameson, yes, can I help you? Uh, Jameson, one question. Uh, you would know how Uncle Timothy uh, did die. Was it old age? Or? I don't know what the official uh, verdict was, but he passed away rather suddenly, um, and uh, there was a short ceremony uh, a couple of days later, and they. Uh, Put his body in the mausoleum. So he he passed away in his sleep or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Who officiated the ceremony? I don't think so. Was the coroner called? Uh, I believe so, sir. What do you mean you believe so? Were you here? Uh, it's not my business, sir. Let's go into the great room, Jeffrey. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, in the great room. Oh, you went to the parlor, actually. Um, Jeff, you're in the parlor. Do a spot hidden for me. Spot hidden. Oh, nice. Nailed it. 15. At least I think I nailed it. One second. Let me quickly take a look at my spot hidden. Well, uh, that's a base chance, so you must have yeah. nailed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got a hard success. All right. This gin has really helped me concentrate, <laughs> focus. Um, you've been sitting in the parlor, drinking, listening to the rain pitter-patter on the roof. Uh, it's, it's coming down quite hard. Um, you're looking around the room at all the bric-a-brac and little statuary and lamps that are, you know, Tiffany probably and um, the woodwork. You notice over towards a corner of the room on the inside wall, there is a little metal plaque um, next to the fireplace. 
Huh. Is, is there anything written on the plaque? Or? Yeah, as you go up to it and take a look, uh, this is what you see. Plaque. Hmm. 1671. Duncan Manor. Is my Sean Kalich Bira? Huh. How bizarre. This, and I'm guessing this looks really, really old. Uh, yeah, looks like it's part of the original house. Hmm. It's actually embedded in the wall. My goodness, I've 1671. This is. Hmm. How's your history? My history is, uh, let's see, what is it? Oh, actually, I have decent history. Boom, and I made that 21. Oh, that's almost a hard. I could spend one luck to make that a hard. No, it's fine. Um, that's the year the house was built. Okay. Um, do I, those names ring a bell with me? or? Well, uh, what languages do you have? Um, let's see, English. I uh, it is oh, and Italian. Okay, it doesn't uh, definitely doesn't look like a Latin language, hmm. it's not Latin, hmm, Gaelic or something. Would, would I know if any of my family members, my lovely, wonderful family members that are here, might know Latin or I can I vaguely identify it as Latin? <clears throat> No, it's not Latin. You're, oh, you're not. definitely sure it's not a Latin language. Okay. Um, is anybody in there with you? No. No, I, I went in here by myself just to okay. kind of have a drink, look around, just start settling and figuring out how the heck to, what to do, maybe start a treasure hunt. But yeah, I'm just looking around. Oh, okay. Looking but do a, do a, uh, spot hidden for me. Who is spot hidden? Wow, I am. Oh, no, no. That's not. No, that's a total failure. Complete miss. Okay. All right. Yeah, you don't see anything. You have no idea. Um, Fiona, uh, you told me already where you went. Now I can't remember. Uh, kitchen. kitchen. You went into the kitchen. Uh, Henrietta isn't there. Oh, hello, miss. Um, how are you this evening? Is there something I can get for you? Oh, I just wanted to chat, Henrietta. It's been been a while since um, since I've seen you. Oh, uh, well, I'm doing the dishes. There's no need for you to assist. Just um, what what would you like to chat about? Um, well, woman to woman. Um, where would you think this hidden money would be? Oh, I have no idea, ma'am. Oh, come, you can be frank with me. The property is fairly large. The, the house itself is pretty large. You can hide it, you know, who knows? I do like reading those mystery novels. You know, who knows? And, and if you were to hazard a guess, where would you? Well, if I was going to hide my own money, it would be in my mattress. But I doubt seriously that that's the case. I don't, I don't know how rich people handle their money. 
I do believe you're willing, you're, you're, you're able to explore. The house is practically yours. Oh, I, I intend to, I intend to, Renata. Um, well, it was a lovely dinner you made for us. Thank you. Um, and if I do succeed in uh, inheriting this place, I, you know, Rest assured, I will uh, keep you in, in, in employment. And of course, Jameson. Thank you. So we were a bit afraid that you might sell off the property. Why would I? Why would I do that? This is a lovely place to live. She lies, obviously. Um, um, <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm glad to hear it, ma'am. Um, I will be bringing you all up, uh, setting up breakfast in the morning. Continental, I hope. No, oh, what's a continental breakfast? Uh, probably just something that you're all like. I don't know. <laughs> Croissants and orange juice. Uh, of course, ma'am. Vermont sausage and maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nice evening, ma'am. That won't be very becoming of my figure. Um, what's his name? Charles Turner. How old is he? Uh, Mr. Turner, I believe, is in his 50s. Does he strike me as a man that can be persuaded to reveal any... Um, Secrets. Um, mm -hmm. Do a psychology roll. No, that's a fail. Okay. Your only your only a, a opinion of the man is that he's very stuffy, and that he seems very uh, serious about his job. Did he Probably, pay any? I'm sorry. Sorry, Tom. I was just Probably. going to say. Probably getting paid has to do with the way he does this job here. So, and did he give me any um, lingering gazes while? No, no, no. Uh, you can do a spot hidden for me. No, hundreds. Okay. Well, you didn't get a chance then. He, you don't didn't see whether he has a wedding ring or not. Yeah. Okay. You just didn't take the thing to take thing to look. Right, that would have stopped me. Um, hmm. Probably about 10, 10 p.m. at this point. Um, the, night, the night is still young for me. Are you all heading back towards the parlor, the great room? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna head towards the music room. Okay. What what time is it? Uh, it's about ten p.m. About ten. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, like Fiona said, most people think that only children go to bed at ten p.m. <laughs> but the servants go to bed at ten p.m. Oh my god! Yeah, but they probably get up at like five. So. Right. No blame. No blame to them. 
Mm. All right, so you all wander back into the parlor and you see. Well, I, I would try to uh, get get hold of uh, Jack. Okay, he's in the parlor. So, okay. Um, try to get him uh, off to the side a little bit. Uh, my boy, okay, Jack. You go. You go in with Jack first. Yeah. All right. My boy, Jack. Um, I pull out the the card I I wrote. Do you know this name? And I hand you a piece of paper with the uh, name of uh, Stuart, uh, Stuart Manson. Hmm. I don't think so. Stuart Manson. No, that name just doesn't seem to ring a funny, bell. Funny. He, uh, when I was driving through, uh, what's it called? The town called Hampton? Hampton. Hampton. Uh, through Hampton. Uh, I stopped at the cock and cider, and uh, this guy approached me. Um, he had a funny story to tell. Seems that he knows you from the university, but he hmm. seems to be convinced that you're not at the university anymore. He hmm. told me to give you a little message. He will post a letter to you uh, to your parents tomorrow afternoon, unless you meet him at the pub beforehand and discuss the little financial details. I thought I'd tell you. Tell you. I sh I'm sure there's nothing to this rumor that you're not studying anymore. Well, I, I am on break. That is true. And uh... Uh, you don't have to explain yourself to me. I mean. You're obviously a good student, and I mean, your parents wouldn't like it if they heard that you're skipping classes or anything. Um, oh, oh my! Oh my! Oh my God! My, oh, God. they could even cut your funds. Yeah, so, but 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 you're not doing that, so there's no need for you to rush uh, to town. Just yeah, there's there's no, hmm, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm certainly. This is very. Unusual. And, and this person's name again, you mentioned? Uh, what did I say again? <laughs> Stuart Mason. <laughs> I, I wrote it down because I couldn't uh, recall it. <laughs> Stuart. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. This name's just not quite ringing a bell, but I don't know why anyone would make up such a thing. I mean, there are some classes going on. Uh, hmm. Oh, What's the name of the pub? The Cock and Cider. Hmm, yes, it's just right. Well, see, I, I wrote the name down because I, my memory for names is terrible. Yeah. Jack, uh, Jack, do a psychology role. Uh, 58. Oh, yeah, I'm not that talented in psychology. Oh, no, I actually am, but it's still a miss. <laughs> okay, do you want to stay a miss? How much did you miss by? 58, 45. That's a lot of luck. Okay. That's 13 luck. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, by the way, I don't have luck points. No, neither do I. If you don't have luck points, the normal way, a three, three d six times five, and if you get under fifty, roll again. Okay. And you may spend luck points to change your. Yeah. And under fifty, I can re-roll. Yeah, re-roll. 
Thank what you. about 50? What about 50? 50, leave it at 50. 50 is average. So that's 35. I can re-roll. Re-rolling as well. Sorry, I thought there was luck on your Seven, 10, that's 50. Okay. Now that I know my luck, can I spend luck? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty lucky, so I'm going to luck. spend. <laughs> okay, when, when Lord Jeffrey is saying these things to you, the fact that he suddenly couldn't remember the name that he wrote down on the paper, you're not so sure that he's not bluffing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm. I thought mm. you kind of picked up on that when you asked him what the pub's name was again. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was a little too quick to answer on that. <laughs> In any case, what you do know is that he knows something. But I'm definitely still going to school. Yeah, just yeah on sure. Just on break. Um, Fiona, you go into the music room. Uh, there are a number of instruments. There is a large grand piano. Uh, there are um, uh, an, an assortment of uh, unusual musical instruments. Um, there is uh, uh, like a, a flute in a case, a violin, um, a number of what look almost like African drums. Uh, there is... Um, uh, some other strange things. Um, looks like maybe stuff that you put together like a jazz uh, band or maybe like classical um, in case maybe for a party or something like that. But, um, there's also a, a, a shelf with sheet music uh, in case you wanted to play something on the piano. I casually walk around the room as I pass the piano. I run my fingers along the keys. Okay. Um, and just look, looking around, anything that could, <laughs> you know, just anything interesting? Um, do a spot hidden for me. That's a fail. God, these guys. All right. Um, there is a lot of glass in this room, and you can see out into the, the back property. Uh, but it's, like I gotta say, it's pouring down rain. Um, so we are, it's the back of the house, so I'd have a, a view of. Yeah, the, the rose garden would be out there somewhere in the, in the muck and the rain, but it's dark, so it's hard to see. Silhouette of the gazebo, probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm, if only the weather was nice, that would be nice to place to. to All right. Sit and think. So, uh, Jeffrey, uh, well, Jeffrey walked in first to where Jack is. Now, Sydney and Harvey walk in. Um, uh, Jack's Sydney. looking a little sheepish. Harvey. How was your dinner? Same as yours. It was good. Henrietta is a great cook. 
Henry is a good cook. Yeah, she is a good cook. How's Donna's cooking? Excellent as always. We'll have to invite you over for dinner sometime soon. She makes a nice dinner, keeps her family happy, keeps her husband satisfied. <laughs> yes, yes, she does. How's the practice? It's fantastic, Sydney. It's just fantastic. I've got a, I've come into a, a bit of good luck down in Florida way, just outside of Miami. I've come across a whole bunch of deeds, property that I own, that I'm, I'd be very happy to sell almost at cost to family members. And it seems like so, several of the family are going to come into some, some wealth. Perhaps a nice bit of property down just outside of Miami. It's a booming city. Deeds, you say? That's right. I could sign them right over to you right now. Look, it says right on the paper theme. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was having a sandwich and a whiskey the other day at this little roadside club, and there was a bunch of um, there were a bunch of women from, from the secretary pool just outside of the city, Sydney. And one of them mentioned um, a secretary by the name of Mindy. And I thought, wait a minute, don't I know a secretary named Mindy? Isn't your secretary named Mindy, Sydney? Or maybe I'm mistaken. Where are you going with this? I'm just saying that I've got a lot of deeds that need buying, Sydney. Indeed. Well, I wish you the best of luck with your sales. Maybe later on in the weekend you'll change your mind. Possibly. Hmm. <clears throat> Are we all here? Everybody except Fiona? You're muted, Don. Yeah, correct. You can hear her fiddling around on the piano. I'm going to show everybody the strange thing that I found in the book. The stories about the ghost of um, Robert murdered right here in front of the fireplace. And I'll walk over in front of the fireplace in the Great Hall. Do any of you remember being told stories you're like muted. that? Tom, you're muted. You're in the parlor. Oh, we're not in the Great Hall. No. Okay. <clears throat> oh, well, I'm going to go to the Great Hall, gentlemen. Okay. So Harvey just walks off. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear him sitting there talking to somebody. But no <laughs> Is this Maybe. the spot? Oh, they all I think Harvey is Maybe. talking to the ghost of Richard Duncan. <laughs> um, before you leave, uh, Jack, do you want to do anything? Uh, oh, yes. I was just actually messaging you. I'd like to oh. go back to that plaque and, and take another look you're, at you're it. You're practically standing right next to it. Okay. I, I'd like to take a look at it. I mean, is it? does it seem like it's it's on there good and tight? Or is it dirty? Is something smudging it? Is it kind of... To a luck roll. A luck roll? Ooh. Aha. Yes, that's a hard pass on luck. 
Um, the rest of you notice him looking at this little plaque on the wall next to the fireplace. Um, yeah, Jack, you accidentally push on it. And when oh, you yeah, push on it, very surprisingly, this is on an inner wall, a little panel opens on the side, a panel like a door, large enough for a person to go inside, maybe two feet wide and like, maybe like, four feet high. Like a safe? Like, like a secret door. Oh, my. And you guys well, all see this open. And this happens before I leave? Correct. Okay, so since, I, and I know they're all there seeing this. Right. All right, so my guy, look what I found. Might this be the safe? Oh, you oh, you broke it. Then you'll have to pay it. It's <laughs> in the will. <laughs> I think, I think we might be onto something. If we find a safe, we should split this. Fair and square. So I'll step in. Is, is there a light at all? Is there a candle from the um, candelabra that I could there, take? Uh, there is no light, uh, but you can see that it is a small passageway built into the inner wall, uh, obviously going off into the distance in different directions. So maybe connecting rooms together? Are there any candles or like source of, of mobile light in nearby? Um, sure. Yeah. We'll say that oh. you can grab a, there's yeah. a, there's a hurricane lantern that you can yes. light. Hey. Ooh. Oh, nice. There's a candle. <laughs> Let's um, take a look. You can definitely see there's passage going in either direction. It looks dusty. In and, either uh, direction. Um, while you're, while you're looking there, Fiona, did you want to do anything? Uh, well, I follow the sounds of uh, from the music room. I follow if I can hear the others. You can hear them. Um, I follow the sounds of their um, chat. All right, you walk over uh, to the parlor, and as you look in, you see that they have discovered a secret door in the wall by the fireplace. Oh, and uh, Jack is holding a candle and looking inside. Oh, um, how exciting! This might be it, Fiona. This might be maybe an entrance to a safe or a yeah, secret. What is safe it? What's in there? Well, it looks like there's a corridor, a passage going to the left and the right. I suggest one of you try to grab another candle or a torch and we take a look. This might be where that old bugger, I mean, Uncle Tim, um, stashed the money, maybe. Is there is the plaque visible? Uh, yes, the plaque is just pushed in a little bit. It's like a door, a button to open the door. You look at it. Uh, yes, but I, I don't. I speak French, but it's not French. Okay, it's definitely not Latin, but you do notice it, and it's the first time you've noticed it. Hmm. What language is that? I'm not sure. It's not Italian. Don't you think it's probably Scottish? I mean, does it ring a bell for me? I, I mean, I should should have well, seen. Well, if the, if Harvey the, says that, it definitely looks like it could be Gaelic. I think, I think it could be Gaelic. I'll bet there's a I'll bet there's a English Gaelic dictionary somewhere in this place. I mean, there's a copy of almost everything. 
we do we have a family motto motto or anything? Um, probably. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Just wondering but if that would be. Yeah. What's well, on I tell, the plaque? I tell you what, you boys, you boys explore in the little holes, and I'll um see if there's uh, uh anything in the library that can help us translate this. It might might be a clue. Right. There's a bad joke that I'm not going to tell about boys exploring holes, Fiona. <laughs> oh, please, um, Harvey. Trade roll. This Harvey, is trade roll. All right, oh, I'll grab a and follow Jack in. All right. Yeah. Uh, the passage bet between the walls is pretty narrow. Uh, you, you, depending on how wide you are, uh, you either have to turn sideways to move or. Uh, you have to, you can only do one at a time. I'm average size. So if Jack is going in first, uh, who's going to go in second? In which direction are you going to go? I'll squeeze in and I'll go, if it, if it does run in opposite directions, I'll go the opposite direction from, uh, okay. from Jack. So Jack, left or right? I'll go uh, uh, left. Okay. What okay? What ways deeper into the house? Uh, left. Okay, I'm deeper. going that way. I want to go deeper into the house, not like more out of this. Okay. I think uh, I think I follow Jack. If that's another candle, I uh, take one as well. Usually, the servants leave a couple of candles. You can light uh, on one candle, so you can find your way around uh, to your uh, room at night. Have you all have you all gone inside it? <laughs> all four of you. Yeah. Everybody no, went two, yeah. two people yeah, in no. each direction. Oh, no, 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 I pause. No. I look back. Sydney is Sydney did not go in. <laughs> He's still there and watched. I look as the three of them blindly rushed into a hole in the wall. I, yeah, I look at no. Sydney. I look at Sydney. Yes. <laughs> you you are such a clever girl, Fiona. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. All right. Uh, those of you who go left, uh, you find that the passageway. Uh, winds its way along. There doesn't seem to be any uh, egress until you get to the end of it, at which point there is a small panel. You can see there's like a, a mechanism. And when you trip it, uh, it opens a panel in the wall of the dining room. Oh, fascinating. In the dining room. Those of you who went to the right, very similarly, as you go along, you eventually find a little mechanism that when you hit it opens a uh, one of the bookcases in the library which swings open but other than that it doesn't seem to go anywhere does the opening of the panel at least that i'm at or who knows maybe the one that harvey's at is it loud like like stone no. on stone grinding or it's, it's pretty it's quiet? like you're opening up a door sort of a click as it just barely swings open a little bit you have to kind of so, push it so open. i i yell out Harvey, Harvey, the, this passage in opens up into the dining room. How far away are we from each other? How far is the dining room from the parlor? You've gone the length of the length of an internal wall, um, not particularly far. Maybe, okay, so I, maybe so fifty feet apart. Jack, I'm in the library. 
what on earth are these passages for? What? Well, this, this, is an old, this is an old house. That's the answer. This is an old house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, old house is not. I'm telling you, it's it's creepy. Oh, well, this have. makes this makes me think that Uncle Timothy might have that money in a safe. One of these, I bet you there's. We need to start looking more carefully at this place. Jeffrey, did you tell Jack about the boiling people down into fat? Oh yeah, when you sh uh, you took the the one book, and I mentioned that as well. You know, I'm just saying that there's rumors of witchcraft in the family. Now I'm uh, not. Uh, Cousins, could we leave this dusty uh, passage and we can go to the library or the dining room? Yeah. I, don't, I don't really well, care. Let's but, do that. Let, let's adjourn somewhere in the middle, maybe back at the great room. The, yeah, yeah maybe, let's go to the great hall. We had started this journey in the parlor. Let's go to the great hall. All right, Fiona, um, you went where? You went to. Library. Oh, okay. So you're in the library when the bookcase suddenly pops open, and uh, they stick their heads out. Or Harvey does. <laughs> Having fun, boys. I'm telling you, Fiona, this place could be riddled with secret passages. Fiona, do a spot hidden. Well, it is an old house. <laughs> oh, fucking nice. No. It's some sort of priest hole or something. I don't think I've succeeded any role tonight. A priest hole? What is a priest hole? Um, back in England, when they used to persecute Catholics, uh, the priests would hide in what were known as priest holes in the walls. So they would have like hidden passages. Didn't really, they didn't really effectively do anything other than just provide hidden spaces in houses. So, <clears throat> oh, for maybe the witch, which uh, oh. interesting. I always so thought there, this tall was a nun. <laughs> Roll on snare. Oh, um, Jack and... You're all sure you're related to me? Uh, Jack, who is with you? Um, uh, that would be Lord Jeffrey and I. Yeah, okay. yeah. You, you and Lord Jeffrey, you are in... Okay. You're all getting back together, we'll assume. Yeah. yeah. Back in the great room. Uh, I'd like you to do a spot hidden roll as you're in the great room. Okay. That uh, Harvey seems it. to be positioning himself to give a lecture on the ghost of Richard Duncan. Um, everyone or just Jack? Spot on the You're all together, hidden. all of you. Okay. Was that spot hidden that you asked me to roll? Was that for uh, looking for a book? Because I was actually... Oh. Oh, five. No. I've got an extreme. Okay. Anybody else get an extreme? Uh, well, I, I'm sorry. What was I supposed to roll? I missed that. Spot hidden. All of us? Yeah. Even if I'm not in the same room as the others? Well, I thought normal you were all in the gate room. Well, well, I wanted to look for a book in the library. Oh. Okay. Um, well, you were in there looking for a book. Are you looking for anything in particular? Um, I Old Scottish Gaelic translation. Okay. Uh, phrase book. 
Do a do a, a library roll. Ninety-seven. <laughs> you got cursed dice tonight, I think. Yeah, you weren't able to find anything like that. So eventually, you rejoin them all, and now you're all in the great room. Lord Jeffrey, as you're standing there with the others, and Harvey seems to be positioning himself near the fireplace to give a presentation. Um, over, over, across the room, the, the the windows looking out towards the back of the property, you you see something that's like a flash of light. Um, uh, you, don't, you don't say anything immediately, and you walk over to the window and you look, and you're pretty sure there's somebody out in the rose garden, um, and they've got a flashlight, but they're not walking this direction. They're walking away. There's someone somebody leaving. With a coat. There's someone out there. Jamerson, maybe? Why would he be walking away from the house in this weather? Jameson and Henrietta should be in bed by now. Towards the woods? Yeah, there's outbuildings. Yeah. Maybe they're going to an outbuilding. Are they heading towards, like, the garage to check on a car? The garage is towards the side. Uh, oh, that's, uh, which is so we're, we're looking out towards the, the rose garden, and, uh, and that built? should be the, the mausoleum. Cemetery, mausoleum, the cemetery. Beyond, right. yeah. how, how hard is the rain? It's, it's pretty hard. I mean, it's is, not pouring, but it's it's pretty wet. Well, well we're all right here, though, aren't we? Aren't we all present and accounted for, except for maybe the lawyer? Yeah, but why should we be out there? Was there a mention of a groundskeeper? Well, said he wouldn't be, be back, back for two in, weeks. Yeah. There's nothing well, to do for him right now. If if it's them, they're they're doing whatever their rounds or do a do a um do an idea roll, all of you. Yay! A hard success. Hard. Regular. Uh, there were two relatives that didn't show up for the reading. Elizabeth and Gerard. Yes. But why are they, should they... Are, they, are they cousins as well? Yeah. Mm. Huh. Even even missing the, the reading though, we wouldn't we wouldn't make them walk home in the rain. They could still spend the night even though they've forfeited their inheritance. Well but maybe they, could, they need something. They, they couldn't have walked in, should they could they? Mm, not likely. Too, too is it a far. person or is it just a bobbing light? No, you're pretty sure there's a person. Uh, medium just, just build, uh, but wearing a coat, so you don't know. Do we still see him? Is um, it? Yeah, it's getting farther away. It looks like it's heading maybe towards the mausoleum. The mausoleum. Do, do, we, <coughs> do we know where Uncle Timothy is uh, uh, is buried? In the mausoleum. In the mausoleum. Okay. Huh. <gasps> they might. That might be where the money is. Oh, oh I'm, okay, I'm we out should... there. I'm out there. I grab a bumper shoot, whatever. I'm heading out. You got a what? Uh, <laughs> uh, umbrella, anything. Huh. A bumper shoot. 
I've <laughs> not heard that that expression. <laughs> Get an umbrella. You probably put your raincoat and stuff back on because uh, you all had coats when you came. Yeah. Um, you don't know if there's an um, uh, if there's a, a flashlight anywhere. You've got some lanterns. Uh, oh some, yeah, uh, hurricane lamps. But nothing in clothes. They'll just get blown out in the storm <laughs> outside. Possibly, yeah. That's not good. Well, I'll I'll try to I'll try to double time it to the gazebo to get a better look at where where see if they're going in there because I bet you at the window and watch this unfold. I'm coming with Jack. If this if if that's Elizabeth. I'm telling Lord Jeffrey, if that's Elizabeth, maybe she knows something and is going to try to get it from poor Uncle Tim. All right. <laughs> um, so the two of you rush off into the darkness. I assume it's just the two of you then. Everybody else is watching from the window. <clears throat> Sydney ain't going to get wet. <laughs> no, no. He's not going to get dusty, dirty, or wet. No, I'll right. be I'll be enjoying a cigar and a whiskey watching the show. All right. So the two of you leave the, the house. Um, it is it's raining, so you've got your umbrellas up. Uh the ground is wet, and uh once you leave the the main foundation of the house, it gets kind of soggy as well. Um <laughs> once you get to the gazebo, uh you need to do tracking rolls. You don't oh, see yeah. anything in the <sighs> By the time you're out there, there's no light anywhere. Oh my Too bad God. you didn't have a big game hunter. <laughs> Darn it. I saw the double zero, but it's double zero 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 hundred. <laughs> zero. All right. So you get it as far see. as the gazebo. Oh, oh five. Hard. Uh, Jack, at the gazebo, as you're you're looking around, you you haven't got a clue. You you know the general direction, but that's it. But Lord Jeffrey, you actually find some footprints in the mud and dirt, um, and I would say, well, do an do an idea roll as well, an intelligence roll. So that's 14. That's an extreme. No, is it? Okay. Yeah, that's good enough. Right. Um, you have reason to believe by the shape of the prints in the mud, which are quickly filling up, um, that it might be a woman's footstep, a woman's shoe print. Okay. Not Check exactly a, not exactly, it's not high heels. That would make a very distinct, but, but a ra rather slender. slender. The, si the size and shape is, yeah, definitely yeah. looks like a woman's what, foot. What, what's Look that? at this, Jack. What's that, Jack? Yes. Where? Well, uh, the, you oh, might be right. Here. That you might be right. Look at that. Uh, that footprint. That's wow. that's a woman's foot. Elizabeth. Well, do we? And can we? Uh, is the moon? I, I know it's sort of storming, but is there like occasional openings? No. No. No it's, light. It's pretty dark. It's. Do we know the vague direction, or at least is there a path going to the mausoleum from here? Um, not well. Yes, yeah, sort of. You can you can sort of see the way the garden is laid out. You know which direction to sort of go. You can also see the mausoleum because it's made out of white marble. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's there in the dark. 
Um, yeah, definitely the shoe prints seem to be going directly towards the mausoleum. Uh, but when you arrive at the mausoleum, uh, the iron gates on the front of the, the building are uh, padlocked. Um, the way is, the pa is the padlock, I look closely at the padlock. Mm -hmm. Is it a jar or does it look broken or? No, it's a, it's a fairly new lock, maybe oh. probably in the last few years. Okay. okay. Might have been replaced when uh, Uncle Timothy was interred, if there was anything wrong with it. So I get close to the bars and I just sort of listen for a minute. Don't hear anything. Of course, the rain's also pouring down. You can you can both do spot hiddens again. Ooh, 20. No, 12. Uh, both yeah. of you. Um you can you can right. see, at least you believe you can see that there are some spots inside the gate that look like they were wet shoe prints. Mm. Um, so somehow somebody may have gotten through this. You're not dead sure, but you also notice that there are the same prints leading away from the mausoleum. Oh, like um, so they got here and left. But they must have been here only five minutes before you. Uh, and you're pretty sure that they're now wandering into the woods. Oh, yeah, that's that's too crazy. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, we don't have light. That's a wild goose chase. Yeah, we. The woods are pitch black, then, of course. Yeah, yeah, we we we'll, we can't. we'll break our necks if we, if yeah, we stumble through this. So I, I bet Elizabeth came by and robbed his. How did, but how did she? She must have had a uh, had the key to the padlock. Yeah, she'd have to. We we didn't hear any like creaky gates open. Well, it's again a storm. We wouldn't hear that. Yeah. I guess we just go go back to the others. Yeah, yeah. Those of you who are still in the house looking out, uh, it's too quiet. It's too dark. You can't really see much. Um, they didn't take any light with them, but eventually you see them coming back towards the house out of the rain and heading back towards the front door. They come inside, they shake off the water and hang up their coats and their umbrellas. God, it's a nightmare. You know, I'm coming to the front door to talk to them. We can see them through the windows coming back, right? Yeah. Well? Any joy, boys? Well? Someone was there. Someone went into the mausoleum. Could we maybe get, uh, get a drink first? This yeah, fall. that's a bit cold. Someone weather out there. is here on the grounds, not just us out there. And it looks like they went into the mausoleum and then they left tromping off into the woods. What do you make of that? We we found footprints. Uh, I think there were women's uh, uh, women's fit, uh, footprints. They were rather slender for a man. I wonder, um, Elizabeth, maybe, or the help. Never trust the help. 
How long have you been a Duncan? Why would you think it was Elizabeth? Well, who else would be here? It's not it's not Henrietta. She's inside uh, up sleeping. Are we sure? Is she? All right. I mean, she could have uh, access to the key. How would Elizabeth have access to the key to the mausoleum? The padlock uh, was wasn't broken. It was. And the secure. letter said, the letter that I got said, we had to be present for the reading of the will. All right. So maybe um, it is Henrietta. Can where is Henrietta sleeping? Can can we go by her her quarters? Her her. Do we know where she would stay? Yeah, uh, it's it's on the first floor, I believe. What what do we know of Elizabeth? What do we know of What do we know of Elizabeth? Well, once again, she's a cousin that none of you really like much. Um, um, do a do an idea roll. She was expected here. That's why I was thinking. Three percent. Very good. The, the dice are with me. Actually, it makes the most sense that you would know this because um, you've heard on the rumor mill uh, things you know as solid facts. One solid fact is that Elizabeth has been married four times. What you hear on the rumor mill is that her three previous husbands all died under mysterious circumstances. Just a bit of a black widow. <laughs> so, and where do I know where she lives? Um, what part of what part of the world? Somewhere in the United States, but not local. We'll say Massachusetts. Um, <clears throat> well, you all kind of live. If you don't live in the United States, you live somewhere you know, within driving distance, obviously. Well, I, I live in Paris. You live in Paris. You live in, in Scotland. And you probably came into Boston from an airplane. But there weren't any other vehicles in the driveway or were, were there when we arrived? There when I, when I arrived? The, the, the lawyer's car was in the driveway. But there's a garage. A car could be stashed in the garage. The, the garage is probably full of cars. But why would Elizabeth forfeit the inheritance? I mean, what possible uh, advantage would, uh, would she have to not come to the reading, forfeiting the ofi official inheritance, and then trying to steal the cash that's maybe hidden somewhere here? I mean, she could do that as well when she attended the reading and take her share of the estate as well. That makes no sense. For once, I tend to agree with you, Jeffrey. <sighs> Cheers to that. Does does make sense. Oh, uh, message to the keeper. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, Jack, you guys look around. Jack's left. He's gone somewhere. Where the hell did Jack go? Could it be a? Uh, yes, could, could she have been yeah. been a local? Who uh, Elizabeth? No. No, the 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 woman outside. Oh, it's it's ten miles to the nearest I'm, town. I'm asking. Oh, I'm sorry. The, the cousins. Yeah. 
Sure. Uh, sure, why not? I mean, anybody. How, I more likely to be a local than the Black Widow. Is there, are there any other staff on the house side, uh, the butler and uh, Currently, no. Henrietta? Okay. And I will point out that the nearest town is 10 miles away. Yeah. But remember, cousins, we got here late. We don't know who was here when we got here. And the place is riddled with greased holes. There could be any number of people hanging out here that we don't know about. Well, obviously, somebody is here. I mean, to try to guess who it is is immaterial. We should, if we're going to do anything, we should probably figure out how to catch them. Or we just try to find the money ourselves. Well, that's what we were doing, Harvey. Well, we haven't gone to the great room yet. It's a large house. We haven't been, we haven't even been upstairs. Have we? Uh, well, you're, I you're, haven't. You're, you're in the great room. Oh, we're in the great room? Yeah. That's when you oh. saw somebody out the window. Oh, I want to stand in front of the fireplace where I apparently yeah. this Richard was murdered. Yeah, that's where you are. Do I get the chills? <laughs> Do a chills roll. <laughs> <laughs> What is it, Harvey? You're looking for bloodstains of old uh, ancestor Richard? I don't know, but I'm looking for some. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm looking around. I'm looking at this. This is a huge hearth. There's stones. There's some sort of footer. There's some huge mantle. And then are, is there any sort of bric-a-brac or paraphernalia that the old man keeps around? Lots and lots of it. Lots yeah. and lots. And nothing that really springs out. The big, uh, big painting above the fireplace of of him. Of that's the one you showed us before. Mm. Mm. Uh, do the eyes look hollow? No. Cut out. No. Do a spot hidden for me. Anyone? Well, if she said that out loud, you can. Look around. Oh, failed. Oh, creep. creepy. Creepy looking. Hard success. All right, Sydney, as you're standing there, you keep thinking about the hidden panels in the walls, and you just, out of curiosity, reach up and uh, grab a hold of the corner of the painting and pull a little bit and instead of sort of pulling away from the wall like a hanging painting uh there's like a little pop and the 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 painting swings open sideways and there is a mm. safe behind mm. the painting it's not a big safe maybe about that big with a uh dial on it Oh, would you look at that? Oh, good find, Sydney. Sydney. Hmm. Now all we need is a combination. <laughs> exactly. So, it's supposed to be as simple as his birthday, and start start messing with. Try it. fiddling with it. All right. Do a do a luck roll. 
Okay, sweet. Are there any bookshelves in this one? I got an eight. So that's eight. like a yeah, I got an eight. Uh, there are bookshelves in this. There are bookshelves in every room. Um, uh, Doctor Sydney goes up there, and sometimes here's the thing: most most three level combos, you go right, left, right. But if you if you close the safe and you don't scramble it, then sometimes all you have to do is turn it a little in one direction and it pops open. That's actually what happens. Um, it wasn't scrambled. And when you turn it, you hear the click. And you turn the handle and you pop it open. And the safe is, is mostly empty except for the top shelf, which this is what you find on the top shelf. Oh, no. Um, <clears throat> yeah, not that. A stack of cash and a little green jade statue. What? How much that cash is there? Um, we'll have to count it and see. Well, uh, how much does it look? Does it look like there are stacks of hundreds? So there's four Great. of them, maybe four thousand. Very nice. Very nice. Maybe, well, um, maybe, maybe right the... here. Too bad Jack went wandering <laughs> off. <laughs> it is too bad Jack left, and I pass one out. <laughs> well, this is dishonorable. He was the youngest. I'm not <laughs> very, very socialistic of you. Well, you know, Jack would be proud. Um, I'm sure. Anybody seen any little figurines like this before? It oh. looks. It looks exquisite. It's obviously made out of jade. And jade is very expensive, or it can be, if it's like does imperial it, jade. It's does very it look, green. Look yeah, old. Can we make history rolls to see if it triggers anything? Are you going to leave it sitting there? Are you going to pick it up, or? Ooh, that's a good question, Tom. Hmm. Are you I'll going to be? Are you going to be people in a Call of Cthulhu adventure, or are you going to be real people who <laughs> don't know about well, scary who's, things? Who's I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> All right. Sydney, do a luck roll. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I, I put the wad of cash in my, in my um, garter. Uh, success. I got a 32. Okay. Um, when you pick it up, uh, you can tell that it's it's extremely fine work. Um, you can all, all barely tell that it's been carved out of this material. It's it's fairly heavy. Uh, there's a, a beautiful translucence to the green. Uh, so you think it's probably pretty damn valuable. Hmm. And as you're handling it, looking for marks or whatever. Um, you get a very nasty pain in your finger, and uh, you are bleeding. Uh, Jesus. You, you may have cut yourself on it somehow. I'll, uh, in, in reaction, I'll say, here, someone, and I'll just kind of hold it out and see if anybody else grabs it while I go to suck, Take it. suck on the cut. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice hands, doctor. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, thank who, you. Who, who takes the statue? Okay. Harvey does. Harvey wants to make an appraise roll to see what he thinks. Okay. This is 
worth? Is no idea. Okay. You think Everything. it's expensive? How big oh, is it? How oh, heavy is it? So it's only about uh, yay big. Like a figurine. It's like a figurine. Massive. Sharp. Watch yourself. Harvey, let me see it. Can, do it a, can I do a, a praise roll as well? Sure. It's something I can do. 19, hard success. Okay. Yeah, you're pretty sure this could be like $10,000, $20,000. This is... I think we have quite some valuable uh, here. We should definitely take care of this. Well, uh, yes, uh, we can um, possibly we can all uh, sell it together after this weekend. Uh, yeah. Let's not tell the lawyer or else he'll probably try and seize it from us. Um, can we change the combination of the safe? Not can we completely take any? You need a locksmith. Okay. Could we leave it open yet close the painting where it doesn't look like anything? Sure. The so problem is if somebody cr scrambles the, uh, the lock. Yeah, we don't want to put this back in the safe. Well, we wouldn't have to lock the safe. Yeah, right, but right. But somebody else could. Why don't we just... All it takes is one twist of the, uh, of the dial. Yes, and then we're, and then we're out 20 grand or whatever uh, Jeffrey thinks yeah. this thing is worth. Look, yeah, I think so. 20? Jeffrey, you're trustworthy. Why don't you just hang on to it? It fits in a pocket. You put oh, it under your it. pillow tonight. Oh, yeah, I'll put it in my uh, in my suitcase. We all know you've got it, and we know all know that we are honest men and women. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're Duncans. <laughs> man man of honor. <laughs> all right. Um. So the night goes on, 11, 11.30. Um, is there anything you guys want to do before bed? You are kind of exhausted. You had a long trip up here. Yeah. Does Jack ever show back up? Oh, I'm sorry, Jack. Um, <laughs> Jack, uh, you go along towards the servants' quarters. Uh, now, the, the, the Henrietta and uh, Jameson are not married. They're, they're quite, quite different in age. Uh, and as you're as you go down the little hallway towards their rooms, you can hear snoring uh, quite loudly from both of their rooms. Well, you're pretty sure it's him. Okay. Uh, do uh, Do I know which one is Henrietta's? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you probably do. Is there any muddy or wet prints on the anywhere around? No, nothing like that. And I'm not hearing any sound from inside her room? No, it's just peaceful and quiet. I'll knock gently on that on the door. Okay. Um, do a luck roll. Uh, five. Five. Yeah, that's a... That's a, pretty, pretty good. Um, uh, you, you're not qu quite quietly, and uh, there's no response. Um, do you knock a little louder? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to like be pounding like it's an emergency, right, right. but I want to 
to check to see is she here? As does she look like she hasn't been sleeping recently? And then cover it by asking if she knows if anyone else is out on the grounds. All right. Um, after a few moments, you hear crossing the floor somebody inside, and the door opens, but only a very little. And she's kind of behind the door. She's probably in her night clothes. Okay. And uh, she she peeks out and she says, "Yes, sir. Um, is there something you need?" Oh, Henrietta, I'm I'm very sorry for for uh, disturbing you, but we thought you might have been outside in the in the rain, and and we were worried about you. Uh, we thought we might have seen you. Is there somebody else out on the property? No, uh, no sir. No, no one that I know of. Um, no, I I went to bed about ten. What is it now? Eleven thirty. And you're okay. You're everything. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, I'm, just, I, I'm I, not dressed. I'm not decent. Okay, and and does she seem like she's BSing or or uh, do, a, she, do a psychology role? Okay, actually, pretty good at that. And off thirty-eight out of forty-five. Yeah, maybe. You're pretty sure she's. She looks very tired. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy that. I'll like buy she's okay. like she's a little out of it as you're asking. Okay. All right. I, I'm. I'm sorry, Henrietta. I, I thought it was you, and I was worried. I, uh, have a good night. Yes, sir. And she uh, closes the door. So I'll go back to the great room where I'm expecting everyone else to be because I, I that shouldn't have been that long. I, I, I was just gonna check on her. Just like five minutes. Okay. And you see the. Uh, you you see the oh uh, maybe you guys don't show him because he wasn't Girl. there. Oh, I guess <laughs> like like so just the five minutes out and back. I guess I guess he'll come back uh, when we're examining the statue. Okay, yeah, but you don't see the money. You don't know the okay, yeah. Pocket <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Uh, oh. Um, Sydney, uh, do a spot hidden. Success forty five. Okay, as they're they're looking at it and uh, chatting, and you keep looking down at the place. You know, you said you were sucking mm -hmm. your finger, and you look at it at the cut, and it doesn't actually look like a cut. It looks like a little tiny bite mark. It's very almost distinct a little bite mark well there's no there's no way maybe you got hooked on its teeth yes maybe yeah that's, that's this sharp little watch glass like i said what will you watch that thing it's it's sharp hmm. yeah uh i'll take a a, a handkerchief or something or a napkin just wrap it. All right. Oh, Lord, Lord Jeffrey, I, I, um, we were thinking it also might be Henrietta. I checked on her and, and she, she was definitely in her room. She, you know, she was sleeping for quite a while and oh. she definitely seemed groggy from the sleep. So I don't know who that was out there. 
And I say that to everybody, but I'm more addressing Lord Jeffrey because we were out there together. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know about you, uh, you but uh, I'm done for the night. I right. think we should retire. Let's uh, assume then that you actually all retire. Uh, you all have rooms upstairs. Uh, you're all down the, the hallway from Uncle Timothy's uh, suite, if you will. It's um, locked. It's locked. Why is it locked? Hmm. Um, Doesn't matter. Uh, just for the sake, we're we're almost at the end. Just as at the, at the sake for the sake of that. Um, next morning, all right. You all sleep fairly well. You girls are all tired. You had some drinks. Uh, you had some excitement. You wake up the next morning um, to the sound of uh, somebody banging on somebody's door uh, rather abruptly. Uh, uh, Lord Jeffrey, Lord Jeffrey. Sounds uh, like Jameson. Uh, yes, come in, Jameson. Uh, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm uh, quite uh, distressed. Um, it's, it's the lawyer. Uh, what about him? Um, and I, I sit out. He's, he's visibly shaking, uh, and like I say, he's an old a man. What, what's the matter. I, I, I believe that he's been murdered. Uh, what do you mean, murdered? Uh, please, um, come, uh, yeah. come and see. Uh, perhaps, uh, please, doctor... Uh, uh, please have me with my, uh, with the dressing gown. And he, he's bangs on Dr. Sidney's door. Uh, doc, Dr. Sidney. Uh, sorry. Put on yes. the dressing gown, some slippers. Did the rest of us hear this commotion? Probably, yeah. Oh. Jameson, what is it? Um, the, the lawyer, sir, I, I believe he's and been I... murdered. What? And, and you can see that he's almost on the verge of, of passing out. He's I'll, I'll, hyper, I'll, I'll hyperventilating. Jameson, I'll grab him by the shoulder. Where is the uh, the lawyer? Uh, the executor suite on the first okay. floor. Okay, um, I I yeah. walk down the stairs. That's it now. Yeah. So you guys all hear the commotion. You want yeah. to join? So we can all join in. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, you go down the stairs, cross the room. Uh, you find the door. Uh, Jameson obviously opened the door. Uh, and uh, he explains to you as you're going. Uh, uh, he asked me to wake him up early. I knocked on his door and there was no answer. I knocked a few more times and then finally I opened it to wake him and this is what I saw. When you open the door, um, you can all do sanity rolls. Uh, the lawyer <laughs> is splayed out on his bed. Um, it looks like somebody took an ax to his chest and ripped him open. His ribs are cracked. Okay. Open. Uh, there is blood everywhere on the bed. There's blood on the floor. There's splatters of blood on the wall. Um, and uh, how did you guys do on your sanity roll? Fail. Fail? Pass. Uh, pass. Pass. Uh, pass, take 
uh, one point, fail, uh, take 1d4. My God. And I think that's the spot where we're going to <laughs> stop for the evening. With blood and gore everywhere. Uh, let's see. Our players included Matt Ryan, Yusuf Gita, uh, Patrick O'Brien, Stuart Lively, and Pascal Breitenfeld. Breitenfeld. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. There's a link below. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows, free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel, and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.